Listen, all you New Yorkers. is the 77 WABC minicast. Well, here we are again. And as we close out the week, I am here to answer your questions. Whatever you have questions about for the next hour, I will tackle them on any subject. If you have questions about apples or Atlantic City, baseball, beer or Ballantine, cinema, cocktails, anything in the world, cinema, cocktails, or carmine, or anything in the world that you are genuinely curious about, give us a call over the course of the next hour, 800-848-9222. Just the only thing that we ask is that they be questions. Questions begin with what, where, how, why, does, do, are. The oh, Also, a couple of people said that I was a little surly last week in this hour. I certainly don't think I was, but even um, even Ellen, who is the most uh, intuitive of all of our listeners, said that I was surly. So if she says I was surly, I guess that I was, but uh, I didn't think I was. But if Ellen says so, then it's probably true. Now, a couple of people have uh, remarked that they think this hour may be getting a little stale because of repetitious questions. It used to be very new. You never knew what kind of questions that you were going to get. Could be questions about Star Trek, pro wrestling, presidential history, anything. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do two things this hour. I came up with a a list of ways to freshen up this segment, and we're going to try one each week. But today we're going to try two. For starters, when you call in, I'm going to ask you to tell our telephone talent coordinator, Kenneth, what your question is. And if it's a question that has already been asked before, for instance, how do radio ratings work? What does a radio producer do? How old are you? How do you have both Curtis Lewa and John Gotti Jr. at your wedding? If it's a question that's been asked before, then Kenneth is going to say, I'm sorry, we're not going to take your question. You're welcome to come up with another question or just call another time. Here's the other thing that we're going to do. Um, Whoever comes up with the best question, as judged by Kenneth, Matt, Blaze, and happy birthday, Kenneth, by the way. Kenneth, Matt, Blaze, and Christine, the majority vote, in addition to whatever prize that the radio network gives you, I got paid today. So what I'm going to do is I am going to personally buy you Any item from the other side of Midnight online store, any item you want, no matter how expensive, or if you just want cash, I'll give you uh, $40 cash. I will Venmo it to you or PayPal it to you, give it to you, however you want it. Uh, Whoever comes up with the best, the most interesting, creative question on... The Other Side of Midnight proudly presents Ask Frank. Ask Frank anything. Ask Frank anything. Ask Frank anything. Ask Frank anything. So, your opportunity to get a really neat prize. There's some great stuff on there. There's jackets. There's hats. Pillows. And um, I'm going to buy you one if you have the best question or just give you $40 cash. Meantime, um, there was a little controversy last week. Apparently, a a caller called in and he complained in the Facebook group that he gave Matt Blaze his question. And Matt Blaze said it was a dumb question and wouldn't let him on the air. And now... This person no longer listens to me. Matt, I mean, you may be able to spare all the listeners for your podcast, but uh, hey, I want to hold on to the listeners we have here. Why did you go uh, insult that guy for? First of all, he's still listening. 
Oh, we, good. we know okay, that. Okay, good. Number that's number one. Number two, as everybody knows, and we've explained this before, and this was covered on the last edition of the Darker Side of Midnight that you can hear on Red Apple Audio Network podcast. Um, that I do not answer the phone. That is what telephone talent coordinator Ken does. I thought that was odd. So that was Kenneth that told the guy off. And he did not tell him that. We would never would say a question is a dumb question. We would say the question has been asked before. Ah. And the question being, who would you want to be, who would you want to run for president, Frank, if you could pick anybody to run for president? And as he said, he was a loyal listener. And if you were a loyal listener, you would know that you, Frank, not once, not twice, not three times, but at least a hundred times, has said you would vote for Tulsi. That's Gabbard. right. That's right. That would be that would be my answer. That's fair. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully we can win that fella back. And uh, Chris, I apologize on behalf of both Matt Blaze and Kenneth. He thinks it's his birthday. He can go just insulting anyone. All right. Let's do the best we can here. All right. Eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. Charles is in Woodbridge. Hello, Charles. Uh, good evening, Frank. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Thank you. Okay. The question is, here's the situation. You are in a factory, manufacturing factory, working for, well, it could be uh, like a furniture warehouse. And you're surrounded by your bosses and you're some people, some, and then your bosses tell you something. They come up to you and pat you on the shoulder and they say, Hey, Frank, we're going to have to lay you off. You know what? Why? We just we just ordered a lot of robots just to take your job. What would you do and how would you uh, support your family, Rachel and your Carmine? Well, I'd be I'd be very sad, number one. Uh, but if I were laid off from my job in a factory, I'd like to think probably what I'd do is try to find a job at a radio station and maybe make a living in radio. That's probably how I would work towards supporting my family. Igor, or Igor, is in New Jersey. Hello, Igor. Yes, hey, greetings, Frank. Uh, hey, so I have uh, two questions for you. One of them is really quick. Congrats on uh, get, on getting Detroit in the FM radio network Thank there. you, thank you. Hey, um, but I wanted, what I wanted to ask you there real quick was, you probably know that Detroit, of course, was a French city, and the real proper pronunciation, and I know how what a stickler you are for pronunciation, is Detroit. So I was wondering if you thought you might be changing the way you refer to Detroit. You know, I actually did not realize that that was the proper pronunciation, but I will explore that, and uh, if I can indeed confirm that, I will uh, change that to Detroit. All right, very good. Thank you. So the second question I have for you is, uh, when I think about uh, radio personalities and radio broadcasters of the past and uh, DJs, and I think of Wolfman Jack and Joey Reynolds, Rush Limbaugh, Imus, uh, Craig Carton, it, it, it seems to me that radio broadcasters might have a higher tendency to uh, be victims of addiction. And I was wondering if you thought that people in your industry might suffer at a higher rate of addiction than the general public. I actually do, Igor, and I don't, and thanks for the call, I don't necessarily have any hard and fast evidence or data that supports this, but I'll tell you the, 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 the things that I think play into this. One, 
when you have odd hours, which if you work mornings, you have odd hours. If you work late nights, you have odd hours. If you work overnights, you have odd hours. And chances are everybody that works in radio has worked one of those odd hour shifts from time to time. It becomes very difficult to snap your fingers and go to sleep. I have difficulty sometimes going to sleep. And then it becomes very difficult to kind of ramp yourself back up again. So I've known personally many people who are, um, you know, who've had these these hours and then they start taking a sleep aid and then something a little stronger and a little stronger. Uh, People have said to me, which I never have, you know, somebody like like you, you radio people. They've said, you need to be taking Ambien. I never have taken it because I've heard a lot of negative things about friends of mine that have taken it, but I think that's part of it. Also, I think a lot of the people that you referenced, Joey Reynolds, Don Imus, and others, they they were really DJs first, and they came about in an era where radio people partied, and there was just always these these parties going on, sort of like the early atmosphere of Saturday Night Live, where there was a lot of drugs and a lot of alcohol. And yes, uh, I think that uh, I don't know whether there's something about an addict's personality that makes him want to pursue performance. I don't know, uh, but I do think that doing this not only have to ramp yourself up in terms of energy four hours a day, five days a week, 48 weeks a year, I think it's certainly does lend itself to things that are going to ramp up your energy level, things going that are going to help you dull the pain, things that are going to help you get to sleep, things that are going to help you wake up. And you're, there are all these functions that you go to, client functions, advertiser functions, uh, press events, and a lot of times that, you know, the drugs and the alcohol is a factor. So, uh, yes, I actually do think radio people are more likely to... Um, get, you know, fall prey to addiction. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.